10 years in 10 weeks. As an entrepreneur running a business, you've probably survived the shock of COVID, and now a new normal has set in. What does this mean for your business? I've got something interesting to share about that on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher. This is my podcast where once a week, I take a handful of minutes to try and share some opinions or some thoughts about some of the things I'm experiencing, being responsible for a portfolio of businesses, working with entrepreneurs and their teams to help them fix, fund, and grow their businesses. And this podcast is a way for me to work out some of the things that I'm learning. And while I'm working out what I'm learning, gives me an opportunity to share it with an audience of folks that are faithful listeners that let me know how much they appreciate the podcast and some of the things that I talk about. Not all of the things, but thanks very much for those of you that do say something and take the time to um, make sure that I'm aware of uh, what you think of the podcast and and what it's what it means to you in your business. Um, so today's concept comes from a um, what can I say about from a term that I heard. I mean, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and so um, I heard I heard a fella. Uh, talking about this whole idea of um, businesses having to accelerate their schedule or their timeframes for what they had expected to happen, uh, what they expect to happen in their business. So, um, you know, a quick example, uh, what would a quick, a quick, quick, quick example might be? Like Starbucks, for example. Starbucks knows that at some point it it had to change um, its retail presence and how it served customers. Um, or let's take any restaurant for that matter. Um, there was this idea before COVID of ghost kitchens where um, restaurants or particular um, um, particular types of food cuisine were being prepared in in these in in these kitchens that didn't have a restaurant component. They were just kitchens, and then they were using delivery services like DoorDash and Uber Eats um, um, to uh, Postmates in the U.S. etc. to deliver their food to customers. So instead of having a restaurant experience in a restaurant, you're able you're able to get restaurant food brought to your home. So this was kind of a trend that was already starting to take hold. Uh, uh, out there in the marketplace, and then COVID has simply placed a massive accelerant on it to the extent that if you're a restaurant and you're going to survive, that you have to have a way to get your food through skip the dishes or other delivery services out to your customers. So as I was listening to this fella talk about 10 years and 10 weeks, I reflected on the portfolio of businesses that I'm responsible for or um, am working with or on, and uh, it seemed to be very, very timely. Uh, because as I was going through kind of my mental Rolodex of the strategies and the things um, that we're working on, it, it was like, yeah, this is this is kind of actually happening. So here's kind of the context. If you if you if you're running a business and you're over the point of saying, okay, it is what it is, um, as terrible uh, of a statement as that might be, if you've come to terms with what the market has done the impact that it's had on your business and you've made all the cuts and you've taken all the free money and you've you've deferred payments and you've gotten subsidies and whatever your business is going to look like now, it looks like that. And you think that your business is going to have a real shot at surviving. And chances are um, that you're probably already midway through implementing some strategies or some tactics that you didn't anticipate 
maybe implementing this year. In fact, you maybe just thought of them as nice ideas that at some point you get around to it. Um, But if your business hasn't gotten there, so if your business is still struggling to figure out how it's going to survive COVID, um, then maybe the the things I'm going to share here in the next couple of minutes will be a little bit helpful, might be slightly annoying. Um, So depending on kind of where your business falls, either you've settled on what your business is going to look like and off you go, or you're not settled on what your business is going to look like and you're struggling still to find the bottom, maybe what I share here in the next couple of minutes will help you out. So 10 years in 10 weeks, whatever you thought your business was going to look like 10 years from now, chances are in the past 10 weeks, it's already started moving in that general direction. And uh, much, much larger businesses that are you know publicly traded and so forth, they're already starting to make these big changes. So over the course of a 10-week period of time, and 10 weeks kind of comes from this idea of when COVID started to when when it was kind of finally obvious to the marketplace that COVID was going to have a major impact on everything and everyone, that all of a sudden the tactics and strategies that business businesses had in their product roadmap or in their services roadmap were now suddenly being implemented. And so here's what this looks like in the portfolio that I'm involved with. So in... Um, in the, I'm I'm um, uh, a participant in a in a in an active advertising business, uh, digital boards actually outside digital boards, and one of the projects that they had uh, on the whiteboard, as it were, was to rebuild their quoting system. And when they built their quoting system several years ago, uh, it was pretty novel, pretty pretty smart, uh, very creative at the time that it was built, and it served. Uh, the needs of their customers and their prospects at that time. So the idea is if, if someone needed to buy a, a digital board, an outside display board, that they would call into a, um, a call center and they would talk to someone who would then, you know, kind of use uh, uh, Microsoft Excel and, and a, sort of some customized quoting tools to be able to put together a PDF document to email it out to their customer. Well, because of COVID and because of the lack of uh, excess resources that this business uh uh, doesn't or no longer has. Um, we're spinning up a brand new quoting system. In fact, the brand new quoting system is going to look a lot like self serve. So instead of depending upon a human being to build you a customized quote, eight out of ten people generally want a very basic quote with a lot of information. They don't necessarily want to talk to someone, but the truth is the business can't afford, because of the high volume of leads that come through, they can't afford to just keep hiring people to take on all of these leads. And the conversion rates aren't necessarily that much better on the average uh, quote being given because customers really are just information exploring. They're tire kicking. They just kind of want to know a little bit about a little bit. And so the new quoting system is being spun up to provide a quote online to make it self-serve to, uh, with, by answering a few questions, you can get a very detailed quote with a lot of information, unique pricing, as well as unique timelines for production and shipping and installation and that sort of thing. So this particular business was on their, their, uh, whiteboard to build a new quoting system over the next year or two and then begin to play with it. Now the new quoting system has already, we've already spun it up internally. We're now stacking on top of it a production system that's going to be, uh, you know, give real-time feedback to our customers through text messaging and email notifications and that sort of thing. But they've just decided, we've just decided to change the entire customer experience very quickly. And part of it is because um, we want to uh, really go and smoke our competitors in the marketplace. But the other reason is because we don't have the same headcount that we had before. We're not in a position to 
uh, hire um, a massive sales force. Um, we, like everyone else, are trying to conserve cash, protect our balance sheet, and to do that means we've got to be way, way more efficient. And one of the bottlenecks in our business is we have a high volume of leads, but we don't have a massive sales team that can respond to all of those leads, and not all of those leads hit massive conversion rates, which makes uh, arguably the more leads we get, the more money we we lose. And so spinning up this new quoting system is going to change those economics and instantly produce more bottom line margin, which the business is going to hang on to and maybe not reinvest so quickly. So there's one example. Uh, In the transportation business that I'm a part of, there was a decision made almost a year ago to really say to ourselves, where do we sit in the marketplace? Like if we look around at our competition and we look at um, the other companies and businesses that our customers are using to service their needs, where do we fit in that landscape? And literally over the course of, it wasn't even 10 weeks, uh, we just put a campaign together, uh, hired somebody, spun up a brand new CRM system with an offer um, to bring new customers in the door to try us out. And it's producing massive results already. So what was going to be kind of a market intelligence exercise to help us figure out where to price our services and and uh, how to make our services better, but we were going to do it over the next year or so, uh, we just compressed it into a couple of weeks and focused on it and got it done. And now it's just part of our business. And part of the reason why we've been able to get back to not quite 100% of where we were before, but we're getting pretty close. And by the end of the summer, we'll probably be back to pre-COVID levels. Again, not because we're intelligent, you know, incredibly intelligent <clears throat> or anything like that, but simply because we looked at where what we were already trying to do, and we just compressed that into a shorter period of time so we could get the results faster, and it's already changed uh, our business in a in a very small period of time. And then the, the kind of the last business that I'm responsible for is a construction business, and one of the challenges in the business was trying to figure out how to recruit how to do it quickly, how to do it efficiently. Kind of in the old days, someone would email us a resume or we would post a job on several job boards and then we'd look at the resume, we'd make a phone call, maybe bring them into the office, give them some training, try to get them out onto a job site, see if it was going to work out. And and the turnover in our business is very high and that's just a fact of of our business. But the onboarding process was was just as high uh, or just as high in terms of how much time it took. So as you know, as recently as within the past few weeks, again, we've compressed the whole cycle. So now instead of, uh, now what we we're looking to do is anyone who applies uh, all of their resumes go into uh, our CRM system. We manage resumes like a tech company would manage uh, support tickets. And so a ticket is created for every single person that responds. Uh, we invite people en masse to a group Zoom call where the applicants are able to, uh, as a group, um, there's a presentation that's given by management. Uh, we talk about the business. We talk about the particular role in the opportunity. And then there's an opportunity for people to put their hands up in the chat, ask their questions, or we turn on their audio. They ask the question so the group can hear it. We answer it. By the time the call is over, it takes about 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, there's automatically an email sent back out through the CRM system to everybody uh, that had attended the call, and uh, a link is provided for them to uh, instantly sign up for training. And once they sign up for training, they're able to walk themselves through a series of videos. We can kind of monitor whether they've watched those videos or not, and then poof, off they go, and we schedule them onto a job site. So a process that was taking 
you know, anywhere from a few days to a few weeks to do, we've now compressed into um, literally hours and can quickly turn our, our, our um, uh, new hires into the field and have them either earning money right away or realizing that maybe the opportunity isn't for them and then off they go. But again, because we simply don't have the resources to hire a lot of HR people to let uh, process take a long time because uh, during our busy season, which we are in right now, we need to be, be able to respond quickly and act nimbly. And so again, this is something we kind of always talked about, but there was no real pressure point specifically uh, to make it happen. And literally within a few weeks, we've compressed it down to what I've just shared with you. And, um, and now, again, it's producing monstrous results. And uh, now we're able to stack on top of that the other things that we were uh, looking to do in terms of uh, letting our, our construction workers continue to upgrade their certificates that they need to, so that they're more valuable for their own value. Uh, they're more valuable to themselves and other employers, but they're also more valuable to us. So we can, we can onboard them into those other certificate programs much quicker as well. And so it's kind of working out, but the point is, if you're listening to this, if your business is stuck and you kind of haven't really figured out where your business is going, maybe consider where did you think it was going to go? Over the next bunch of years, where did you envision your business going? And then are there any of those things that you envision that you could bring into right now um, and put them in place to see what they look like? Because there's a ton of pressure right now. Um, you don't want to spend unnecessary time and money and energy on things that don't work. So there might be a way to really fix your business right now and do something meaningful with it. If your business has kind of made it through the, the dip and you're doing okay, uh, same question is asked. Where did you think your business was going to end up in the next couple of years? And what are the chances that some of the things you saw a few years down the road are already showing up today? And if you were intentionally looking for them, could you grab them and make them happen today and immediately get that lift that your business needs to be more competitive, to secure work, and ultimately to secure um, your bottom line? So that's kind of what was top of mind for me as I listened to this podcaster talk about what these other big public companies are doing. It just seemed very fitting that there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs right now that don't realize it, but they're being forced um, uh, intentionally or unintentionally to take the, the, what their business was going to look like a few years from now and start bringing those strategies and those tactics into today to improve their business, to uh, help them do things more effectively, more efficiently, which means more profitably. So hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you're encouraged by something that you heard on today's podcast, or maybe you're super annoyed and there's a stone in your shoe and you're going to need to like really sit on this and figure out what the heck I was talking about. But um, if you want to get my thoughts, uh, I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. LinkedIn is usually the easiest way to do that. Drop me a message or send me an email, bridgecap.ca. You can, you can find me at Dylan at bridgecap.ca and uh, lots of tools there for you to use, but um, um, don't, don't stay stuck. Uh, there was a time for that, but now it's time to get going. Un unstuck yourself. <laughs> unstuck yourself and get going. Uh, the things that your business thought it was going to do, it can probably do today, and some of those things could could probably even save your business. So get on it. Um, if you found this podcast valuable, I'd ask that you like it or share it um, or rate it or review it or, or do something with it because when you do that, the algorithms on all these podcast channels pick up that activity and end up um, promoting this podcast in front of other entrepreneurs and individuals like yourself. 
And who knows, maybe you might save an entrepreneur's life just by sharing or liking uh, this content because there's something in here that could help them out. So thanks for tuning in to this week's episode and uh, I hope you download next week's as well.